Hit me at Go Valley 
wacky, 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 looking for the lover you're lacking. Well, the same goes for Blue Mink and their song on Echo Valley. I'm Professor Bubblegum. Thank you for stopping by today. This is the program where we play all kinds of music from bubble to gum. gum. Mr. Big, look at you, sitting there like you do, watching clouds all day long, singing such a happy song. La, 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 la. Smell the fresh air filled with poison gas something uh, rather special planned for you all. A new discovery. An exciting new performer from right here in San Pueblo. Ricky, come on up here. Hi, Ricky. Hi. You feel like singing a song for us? Yep. You do, huh? Are you nervous? Yep. Uh, you sure you still want to sing? Yep. Okay, what would you like to sing? How about the song we rehearsed this morning? It's a good idea. Okay, you ready? Yep. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, four-year-old Ricky Stevens. Sooner or later, 
Four-year-old Ricky Siegel played Ricky Stevens in the final season of The Partridge Family. Ricky Siegel was, in fact, four years old and did sing songs. All the songs that Ricky Siegel ever sang were written by his father, Rick Siegel. And uh, there was an album for Ricky Siegel called Ricky Siegel and the Seagulls because his father and mother sang on the album as well. Let's listen to uh, what I guess we could say is the biggest hit because this is likely the song you most remember from the Partridge family. Here's Ricky Siegel singing Say Hey Willie on Echo Valley. An Echo Valley, authentic, direct from vinyl, analog, collectible. collectible. Now batting for the New York Mets, the center fielder, number 24, Willie Mays. Johnny Bench comes to the plate, he swings his bat among the graves, he belts them ten miles in the air. There's really nothing we should fear, cause we know Calling you too. We've got you back. 
Dave. Those precious moments that they gave those Hall of Fame boys, we all knew. Luke Garrett, Ty Cobb, Joe DiMaggio. Here's the circle on Echo Valley. Passing of the Torch, songs from this generation, carrying on the tradition of bubblegum pop. From Ireland to 2003, here's Westlife. I remember all my life, raining down his cold eyes. Shadows of a man, a face through a window, crying in the night. The night goes into morning, just another day Happy people pass my way 
we've been waiting for now because in a few moments Barry's going to be performing. Uh, first though, he's, uh, we've said earlier on that he's going to open up the songbook and, uh, and chat about some of the songs, some of the favourite songs. Loads of people all said, would you please sing a little bit of Mandy? Mandy? Yeah. How does that go? I remember all my life Raining down as cold as ice Shadows of a man A face through a window Crying in the night The night goes into morning Just another day Happy people pass my way Looking in their eyes I see a memory I never realized How happy you made me, oh Mandy Well, you came and you gave without taking But I sent you away, oh Mandy Well, you kissed me and stopped me from shaking And I need you today I think I love it even more now than yeah. I ever did because it's not just a song now. It yeah. becomes memories of, well, 30 some odd years of people and places. And I mean, to, say, to think that they're still interested in hearing this song. Yeah. It was beautiful. Brandy originally, wasn't it? it Brandy. It, it, uh, yeah, it was originally called Brandy, yeah. written by two guys that come from uh, Britain. And I changed it to Mandy. I sound good on that yeah. kind of record. Yeah. So I slowed it down and added mm, three and chords. Made it yours. And, yeah. And slowed it down. It was originally a band, bandy.
away when love was mine. Caught up in a world of uphill climbing with tears in my mind. That's Brandy by Scott English, and you heard Barry Manilow telling a little bit about the interesting history of his pop classic, Mandy. Mandy was uh, a song written in 1971 and recorded by Scott English called Brandy, and Barry Manilow referred to the two writers of Brandy. The two writers of the Brandy song were Scott English and Richard Kerr. Richard Kerr uh, is a great-to-pop songwriter who wrote a lot of the early 70s, mid-70s slow song anthems like uh, Brandy slash Mandy, and also uh, this hit song by Dionne Warwick. His songwriting partner and the singer of Brandy was Scott English, Scott English is important in bubblegum history. Uh, among other things, he co-wrote uh, this song. And another interesting bubblegum touch to the song Mandy, uh, Barry Manilow mentions that when it came time to record the song Brandy, that he changed it to a Mandy. And uh, by the way, he changed it to Mandy because there had just been a hit song called Brandy by the group Looking Glass. They say, they say Brandy, you're a fine girl, what a girl. And he also knew that the somewhat upbeat version was not good for him. And it was actually producer Ron Dante who suggested that Barry Manilow try a slower version of the song Brandy slash Mandy. Dante, of course, a great league singer for many classic bubblegum groups. Uh, but also the renaissance man of bubblegum music as he is a producer of both the Broadway shows and great albums, especially pop albums of the 70s, including all of Barry Manilow's early Grammy Award-winning work. It's Echo Valley, the biggest bubblegum sound on the planet.
That's the American breed with Cool It, We're Not Alone. Before them, the 1910 Fruit Gum Company and their song, 1910 Cotton Candy Castle. I'm Professor Bubblegum. This is Echo Valley. Sounds like Captain Groovy's in town recruiting his army. You want to sign up? Captain Groovy and his Bubblegum Army You're listening to Echo Valley. My name is Professor Bubblegum. I'm the head uh, librarian at the library, in addition to being the mayor of Echo Valley and the host of this program. And it's my library duties that uh, brings me to the dramatic reading. The young people like to gather here uh, weekly or more often and uh, listen to me read from the many novels and periodicals here at the Echo Valley Library. And uh, I've chosen a magazine entitled Teen Life, Teen Life is a magazine for teenagers. This particular issue of Teen Life is from 1968. It's the July issue, volume 8, number 3 of Teen Life. Teen Life should not be confused with the magazine Teen. This is a different magazine. Uh, Many uh, fine stories to uh, choose from here, but I'm going to read uh, from a bit of a story uh, on the cover, which is entitled Bill and Bob Cowsill. What Boys Like and Don't Like About Girls. 
Let's find out about these two young boys, members of the Cowsill family, and what they think about girls. It starts here on page 14. <clears throat> Want to know what it is about girls that turns a boy on and off? The brothers of Cowsill give their opinions. The subject was girls, and when I mentioned this to Bill and Bob Cowsill, they both loved the idea. We don't want to criticize girls, Bob, the younger of the brothers, admitted, but there are times when you can't help feeling someone should tell certain girls that there are things they do that really turn a guy off, as well as things that turn a guy on. Bill and Bob are honest to the bone with their opinions, but they were quick to qualify their opinion because, as they put it, they're not, quote, experts, unquote, about girls. When we were trying to make ends meet and worked hard for a break, we just didn't have time for many dates, Bill sadly stated. Bob added, and neither of us has ever gone steady. I think I would break all the rules if I tried, so we're not what you'd call specialists or anything. Then Bill launched into the subject of what boys like and don't like about girls. I'm not what you call aggressive when it comes to looking for a girl, Bill said. He looked confident enough to surprise me when he said, I guess you could say I'm insecure, even afraid. I couldn't walk up to a girl and start in just like that. So I look for a response from a girl. It has to be natural, of course, he added. What really annoys me about girls you sometimes meet is dishonesty. Some girls either try to pretend they know something about everything, or in the looks department try to look like a cover girl, older than they are, and all faked up. I really like girls who are honest. They don't try to put themselves on or me on, which, Bill continued, a guy really appreciates and respects. On the negative side, Bill says, name-dropping really turns me off. I could care. In fact, anything that would embarrass a guy ranked high on both boys' lists of negatives for girls. Being with a girl who is deadpan really puts me on the spot, Bob chimed in. That's why I've never gone out on a blind date. I'm afraid. What if we weren't compatible? But really, the real drawback for me would be going out with a girl who doesn't say anything all evening. Sure, he added, I know some girls are nervous, especially on a first date. But doesn't it show an awful lack of consideration for the guy if a girl won't even tell you what she wants to do? Bob agreed with Bill, and he said that the looks of a girl isn't what attracts him at first. A sort of healthy country girl image, natural healthy beauty, I guess you'd call it, that does go on the plus side with me. But, he continued, like they say, beauty is only skin deep. The real beauty is underneath. Bill nodded his agreement. I know plenty of girls who aren't especially pretty, but they're great to be with. Bill interrupted to give the opinion of a college student. He's in his sophomore year at a New York college. He really gets deep. Most people, he stated, are looking to be loved more than to love. That includes guys. So if a guy meets a girl who seems to be more interested in liking him than in having him like her, she's sure to get a response. If a girl tries to share his hopes and ideas, she'll be able to forget about herself more, honest, with a guy. That's great, Bill finished triumphantly. So the boys agreed. Bob had brought up what their perfect girl would be like. She wouldn't have to be any particular type, like blonde or brunette, but she would be warm, unselfish, have a sense of humor, and be able to think about others and make a boy feel comfortable and confident. She exists in every girl. Gray sunny day, but outside inside misty, can't shake this gray. 
That's the 70s pop group Jigsaw on Echo Valley. I'm Professor Bubblegum, and we have a chance now to share with you some of the exciting competition that's going on uh, all year long. As most of you know, the Echo Valley talent show that happens at the high school it uh, is actually a many months long competition. There's so many young people who enjoy the Bubblegum music at Riverdale High School that to have a competition where we let high school kids uh, perform music uh, requires a series of one-on-one matchups, very much like a tournament. And if you've been following Kid Bubblegum on his Twitter account, which is at bubblegum underscore music, you know that uh, we're all ready for the semifinals. We have a final four, so to speak, where in the final four are the Brady kids, the Chan clan, the Archies, and the Hardy boys, all of which uh, attend school at Riverdale High School in Echo Valley. And uh, we uh, have a chance now to play a clip of the semifinal round of the Brady kids versus the Chan clan. Uh, so let's take a listen here as uh, who's who's performing first? Uh, first, we'll hear from the Chan clan, followed by the Brady kids. And then I'll let you know uh, how they did. Here are now uh, the semifinal round of the Echo Valley year-long talent show.
a whole bunch of uh, Brady kids singing a song written by Greg Brady, I believe, called uh, Keep On. And uh, the Bradys uh, did win that particular matchup versus the Chan Clan, uh, no doubt in part to the fact that they wore great uh, costumes matching blue and white outfits that really brought it all together. So the Brady kids move on to the finals, and uh, we'll find out uh, soon whether they will be facing the Archies or the Hardy Boys. So stay tuned for that. Uh, we have plenty of time left in this broadcast, so let's fit in as much bubblegum music as we can. city's most exclusive discotheque, Lancelot Link and the Evolution Revolution, the secret recording group of eight, appeared to be just ordinary entertainers.
Lancelot Link and the Evolution Revolution on Echo Valley. Before that, from Germany, it's the Gummy Bear. Uh, we're almost out of time here. Uh, I wanted to tell you how you can get in touch with me. My name is Professor Bubblegum. I have an electronic mail account. The address is ProfessorBubblegum at Hotmail.com. We have an account on the Facebook it's the Echo Valley Facebook page. You can find us there and get all sorts of interesting uh, information from the Facebook page of Echo Valley. We're also, of course, on the Twitter. Kid Bubblegum, my assistant here, has an account there. That's at bubblegum underscore music. You can get his tweets throughout the days and weeks and nights of the young Kid Bubblegum's life as he lives in a world of bubblegum. Let's finish now with some great music from a group called Humpty Dumpty. So long, so long. Just